The NBA season is heating up and Kevin O'Connor and Chris Vernon have got you covered on The Mismatch. They discuss all the news, the trends, and transactions happening around the league. They also offer their on-court analysis and occasionally get into heated debates. Check out The Mismatch on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Monday episode, Sports Cards Nonsense. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. We love all the fans. Yeah, we do. That's really true. We do love you guys. Ronick just saved the day. I had, we use these handheld recorder things. They say Zoom. I don't know what they are. They're fancy. I had it plugged into the wrong side. It was not picking up any audio. So, save the day. More valuable member on the team than him. You show me a more valuable member, I'll show you a liar. That's what I'll tell you right now. Thanks, Ronick. Saving Ronic. the day. Here's the deal. Mom comes into town today. I've not seen my mother in like a year and a half. Oh, I bet boy. it's pushing. I bet, actually, I bet it's pushing more than that. Really? I less than, yeah. I feel like I saw her sooner than that. Yeah, but you don't tell the truth. Um, no. It's been a long, yeah, it's been a long time. So, mom flies in. Hannah's actually picking them up right now. Her and my stepfather are coming to town for the week. I'm excited. Here's mom's order of operation when she gets in town. She already told me. She's like, she's great too. Just a typical like Italian lady from Boston. From Boston. Okay. But yeah. He has, yeah. Just pick us up. We'll swing to the market. I'll do some shopping. We'll come home and start cooking. <laughs> oh. Perfect. Mom's oh. in the kitchen. Here's my here's my dream scenario. By three o'clock, my mother is in my kitchen with like the Godfather <laughs> soundtrack just. <laughs> quietly playing in the background she's just going to town on meatballs spaghetti is that what the dinner situation is little known fact what can else we, would it be can we talk about that can i talk yeah, about you, that I'm yeah coming your over? family you were invited over for dinner I'm, I'm never happy with that either i don't like to share that stuff. i am so my mother, excited and everybody says this my mother is the jesse can attest to this she has the best italian cooking on the planet period not even debatable i will say of all the mothers the italian mothers cooking i've had she is it's not close. She is the best. And she is the reason I only get chicken parmesan when I go out because you can't screw up fried chicken. But I don't I, get anything else if we go out to Italian ever. I will All say I that it is kind of uncomfortable around dinner time because you make it a little weird about like I have to consciously think how many meatballs did I get out of the sauce when I put it on my plate? Because I know you're counting. And a few months ago when we got together, I will freeze stuff. She cooks in quantity when she is here. Yep. People are like, man, we were already sick of the dogs. Did I get here with this kid's family? <laughs> what is happening? You guys can talk about anything on the car? No sure. car talk today. No. If that's what you want. This is a else. nonsense episode. Go listen to one of these other boring people. Um, yeah, last time she cooked a ton of food, like just like two years ago, pounds and pounds of food. You people came over, yep. you, your wife and child. Yep. I don't know, it's been a year or so now. I don't, know, I don't remember <laughs> oh, what it was. God. We had it in the freezer. We took it out. We're like, perfect. Meatball dinner. Your kid did not finish the meatball. So when it happened again, the next time I said, here's the deal. You're on a count. You finish one meatball, that's a, you get another one. But we're not doing this thing, load up, walk around the table. No, finish what's on your plate. That's the only time I care about what your kid does at I my would house. like to clarify that that meatball did get eaten by me. Not it the point. You had already reached your quota. <laughs> I don't need Here's, you over here covering for your kids. So here, that's you know the deal how large that night. child is. She yep. could have eaten. She's that tall. Meatball. You can't call her large. You well, no, a, no, a no, girl no, is tall. She's in the 99th percentile for height. She she's has a been every year. She's been looking me eye to eye since she was for a so seven-year-old. She's very big, and she needed that meatball. And here's the other thing she does, which all kids probably do this, and I never care. Have a bite, run around, you know, <laughs> do a puzzle. Tonight, when you're at the table, you will finish what's on your plate, and you do not get anything else. 
The dogs are spending the day at daycare. They're getting a bath. Oh my! We clean. We scrub baseboards. We scrub down. We dusted the. Your mom doesn't here. care about. She's not going to be watching. She has bad that. allergies. They're hypoallergenic, oh, but yeah. you never know. Sometimes it's mental. So I will That's say it. that Charlie's excited to see left. your mom, and it's going to be a great time. Um, you want to get to anything else before we we're done? I, I'm good. I was going to take the day off actually, but I don't know if you can take it. I feel weird taking a day off from podcasting because you don't do anything. So. I was going to ask you about uh, days off, but we have four days off this year. Uh, we haven't used one of them, so let's use them sparingly. Here's the thing, too. If you ever want to use a day off, just let us know. We'll get a fill-in for the day, like a fill-in. I like would guest never guy. use a day off. Here's no, the thing. Yeah. Why don't you take yeah, the day off? Takes, I'll run this thing. Guy takes four days off a week from Dell. Are you kidding me? No, I work very uh, hard. All right, let's. Are we going to talk about anything card-related? I think we should, just because of I the name some of the show. Over the past few days, so. I think we should go ahead and just pause because I feel like every time we pause, Ronick pops in and he's like. Hey guys, I got a guest in the waiting room. Ronick, are there any guests planned today? Because I don't. It's not the day for it. It's Just not the day. Ronick, be straight with us. Just the one you told me about. Nothing else. You know? Okay, Hector's okay. gonna come on and talk soccer. That's fine. We got some soccer talk, people. Okay, because uh, after the Hawks win, I was just like, "Oh, Bill's back. Bill's he's a regular until the Hawks are out." That was my my prediction. Man, people do not like how Bill used to hate on Trey Young a lot. <laughs> that has come up frequently. Listen, we all say things in the past that we forget about, and then it gets rubbed in our face because we're on a national podcast. I'll tell you what I said in the past. I believe on the first two episodes of the show, Embiid will choke in the playoffs and get hurt or not be reliable. Hey, Philly fans. Embiid's coming back, though. Embiid's... Uh, no, they he said he's coming back. I, every time he jumps, I think he's going to break his leg. <laughs> Literally every time. I just, it's good, which is too bad. Bones. He is, hey, Philly fans, listen closely. Oh, boy. He is unbelievably talented, though. He is ridiculously good. Okay. Ridic and I, like a moron, months ago said, oh, he's a liability to free throw line. I was meaning to talk about Simmons like that, but <laughs> Embiid, clutch as it gets. Yep. Simmons is a total. I, I feel bad. Ben Simmons, the basketball okay. player, not Bill Simmons, Not Bill. Okay. Is phenomenal. But his free throw shooting is so horrid, he's almost a liability. Like at the end of the game, they do a hack a hack of Simmons. It's oh, too I bad. saw that. I saw that hashtag. Did you watch some of the game? Uh, no, I don't have any of the cable channels. Oh, I, I saw watch. that. Did you watch it? No. <laughs> yeah, okay. no, no, no. I saw. Oh, I saw the hashtag. I said Twitter. All right. Valuable input. So Indy this week. You know what? I actually was thinking we should get Indy on here once in a while. Maybe like a little phone in. Give him a little credit. I wonder if he wants to be on. This was his best report of all the work he's done for the show. This was the best one, I thought. So I, I don't just know. told it him. seems good, but he does a lot of good work. So I don't want to. No, I'm just kidding. He does great. <laughs> I, I did. To, and he's like, man, I get ridiculed now. Um, so we had him just kind of pull up some pricing. Just because with the NBA, I feel like hey, now's the time where you're going to see like super brief windows of things going up, down, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I think he sent over, what, six? There's nine guys on this thing. Okay, let's get moving then, because I'm going to be done with the show in nine minutes. By All the right. time Hector calls in, I want to be off air. You're so. only thinking about meatballs at this point. Once your mother is in the air, that's all all on the Okay, mind. here's what I want you to do. Give me the Devin Booker breakdown, because Booker, to me, played as good as anybody in the first round. Unbelievable. Okay. All right. Um, it's kind of hard to see. I think this is a 2015 Panini Prism. 2015, uh, yeah. PSA 10. And, and just a heads up, I think almost all these cards we use were Prism, just because it gives you the overall sense of the yes of everything, not ultra high end. Obviously, ultra high end is its own market. But. Yeah, I'll indicate when it's a Topps Chrome because I think there's a couple of those. Um, but the Booker card card value on Card Ladder is uh, eight hundred and sixty six dollars up from six hundred and thirty eight dollars on June second, which I guess was the last sold before that. Um, total population, not bad. 1,432 uh, cards out there that have been graded as a 10. So here's the other thing about Booker, which if you go to just the players feature on Card Ladder, I think he has like 15 or 20 cards on Card Ladder. Monthly Is change. It card Ladder? <laughs> you just said like Card Ladder like five times. I feel like monthly, it, we're over pushing it, but it's a good Ronick, app, so Do go I ahead. mute Jesse or do you do that? He does that. <laughs> monthly change for Booker down 12%, but his weekly change, he's up 26%. He's, he's way up. That's Played good. great. He's a guy. So the Booker thing is a nice example of somebody being way up. Uh, again, about 25% on almost all of his rookie stuff. Another just brief note, because I was looking at this too. LaMelo Ball stuff is up right now too. 15% across the board on card ladder. Why? Why do you think? I don't really know. LaMelo. The, I, no I mean, because he's out? I, yeah, I find that But Booker stuff on fire makes a lot of sense. There wasn't as much hype with him as other guys. 
He's kind of that second tier, although not anymore. Now he's an absolute star. Um, just just dismantled the Lakers. Upside for Booker? I mean, that Booker-Denver series, I mean, the Phoenix-Denver series, I think is going to be a really good one. Um, I just, the way they struggled with Dame, obviously Chris Paul is not nearly as much of a scorer as Dame is, but I'm not sure what you do to slow Booker down the way he's playing right now. I mean, he, he is on fire. The dude he's playing is the next guy on my list here who I've been high on for a while is the Joker. Yes. Um, so what do you have for Joker stuff on that sheet? So Joker stuff, um, it looks like uh, before today, last card sold was uh, $1,056 back on May 30th. However, uh, when that was that was up 18%, 18.5% over the last two weeks. Um, today, it's one sold for 1025 so a little less, but then another sold for 1125 So, I mean, that's like averaging another, what, $1,075? So that's up another 25 bucks on average? It's not bad. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know if this is a sign of the market leveling out because we've seen, it seems like lately we've seen nothing but downward trends. But to see cards going up for guys who aren't currently, you know, in the playoffs, like Ball and, well, Joker was, but. Yeah, it seems like some things have at least started to come back a little bit and level off, which has been nice to see. Um, Western Conference Finals is a big deal for either one of those teams. I mean, I think the Nuggets were expected to maybe get there at the beginning of the year, but certainly not once Jamal Murray went down. So them going this far, I think, would be nice for Joker prices. Of the two, I'm sticking with Joker. I still think they're going to win that series. Um, I do. I don't know why. I just think Joker's going to absolutely ball out. Michael Porter Jr. played really, really well, too, the last couple games. I think they're going to win that series. So okay. um, we're going to skip some of these things too. Now I, I just don't, I don't really care a ton. Um, he's got some LeBron James stuff. LeBron James stuff is down about 20%. Um, Do we need to talk about it? We haven't talked about it. I got murdered on LeBron James stuff, by the way. I've been posting on social about it. I know. For those who don't follow the rantings of our social media. No, you're not Mike is not, in the show. Mike's not having a, a happy time about it. I'm glad I bought all that stuff for a long-term hold or flip because if you're looking to just sell out of LeBron right now, you're going to get crushed. Um, I don't know where the floor is. I think we're close to it because it's already dropped 20%. Like, I don't think there's... It's already dropped 20% from the somewhat dip it was in, so I don't think you're going to see, like, all of a sudden things are going to be half of what they are now. Um, so if you if you believe in LeBron long-term stuff, like I do, I think still long-term it's a good deal. It's actually not a terrible time to buy LeBron. I was about to say, now I think if you believe in him still having some kind of career left, then yeah. Yeah, Which and, I mean, and even just that post-career is going to be monstrous. How many more years do you think he has? I mean, a few more. Honestly, if he wasn't injured this year, and if a, injuries killed that team, I don't yeah. think LeBron's ankle was 100%. If AD stays healthy, I think they beat the Suns in five or six games, honestly, and probably go to the championship. Okay. Um, I was going to say, too, his card is one of the most expensive cards ever sold, right? Like um, Some of the three. LeBron's yeah. crazy money. Yeah. Yep. What do you? That much? market is not affected. Okay, like the, I was going to say high like, end rookie exquisite stuff. Yeah, that's selling for millions. The millions, zero effect. Okay, nope, none. That was, is a totally. That's why like people would say, oh, the LeBron market is down. Yeah. The LeBron super high end market completely unaffected by. I was us. curious, like, are people losing legit millions of dollars all of a sudden? No, because no but, one's okay. no one's buying those to be like, oh, I'm going to flip this. Like, it's yeah. just not. Um, here's the one. I'm taking my victory lap now. I don't no Trey Young talk today. <laughs> I told before the playoffs, my prediction was we're going to see Lillard go absolutely nuts, yes. fall out. He's going to spike after a game or two. You sell him then because they're not going to win a series. And I think Indy's research <laughs> showed that there was a minor spike yep. the night of the game five when he had 55 points yep. and absolutely went insane. I mean, he could not play any better. There's nothing else he can do aside from have more help on the team. Um, dude balled out. It was unbelievable. His stuff spiked just that night almost 20%. Since then, it's back down about 20%. It's back down to where it was. So the Lillard market's never going to tank. But for these guys who are like, this is the year, not until he gets a legit number two there or leaves the team. Um, boom. Geo gem. Geo gem? Boom. Why do we? That's a thing. I like Your a geo gem. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> Where's Angela? I didn't see you behind that grain of rice. Boom. Roasted. Oh, my goodness. Hang on. Before we go on, I just have a nonsense sure. comment to make. Please. I had such intense office dreams, like the show The Office, okay. that I legit cried in my dream, and I woke up, and I don't know if I cried for sure or oh not, but it felt like tears in my... Like, I dreamed that The Office had a few dreamt. extra episodes. You dreamt. 
Dream it. You never correct me on my grammar. You that dream could be, it. That could be right, but it's you still don't do it. It's hard to uh, say. Yeah. Anyways, it's it, it was devastating. Continue with your comments. Never seen the show. Uh, Kawhi. Man, I was rooting hard for Luca. Shout out David Lara. He works for the, David's on our, our production team. Actually, I don't really. Ronick, what does David do here? I don't actually know. David's uh, on our social team. Social team. There you go. Heck of a guy. Heck of David's a, a big match. I was pulling for Luca, man. I re- after the first quarter, too, I thought this is nice. I may actually make a few bucks here. No. No, I didn't. And those cards are not going to come back. He still did what? He had like 40 something oh, points. Oh, he played unbelievable. Yeah. He's another guy. He's in the Dame situation. He plays for a great, he plays unbelievable. Not enough help on that team. And the Clippers, honestly, aside from the, the Nets, the Clippers to me are the best team, should be the best team going forward. Okay. So that's my thing. Like I've been noticing as I'm looking on the playoff, like as the, like who's scoring the most points, I'm noticing sure. some of these teams, such as the Clippers, they don't have anybody like going crazy as far as like Kawhi Leonard. You know, went nuts. Well, he did 28 points in that game. Yeah, I but mean, before that, he put up he put up huge numbers. Well, I'm just saying, like, there are games like this a lot of times where you have multiple people getting like upper teens, 20s Correct. of points. And then you look at the Mavericks and Luca you had and Luka. a bunch of scrubs. Exactly. Is that I mean that's it, why the clip that that's, that's exactly why the same with, same with Portland. Okay. Dane putting up 55, the rest of the team's average, even CJ McCollum. I'm so sick of CJ McCollum fans, please. But that's the same thing with the Mavericks. But then you look at the Clippers. Morris had an awesome game yesterday. His three-point shooting in the third is what separated them in that game. Kawhi is, is your legit star. Paul George, who when he shows up for the playoffs, which is not often, plays very well. That The Clippers are just a much better overall team. So, yeah, it just hurts. But Kawhi stuff is moving. I mean, I think Kawhi stuff is up just under 10%. In the past two weeks is what it showed us. Again, specifically that prism card. But now out west, I mean, I would think the Clippers are as much a favorite to come out of the West as anybody at this point. That's the best team to me. So you were calling them early on, right? Or no? Yeah, the Clippers are That's you called the Clippers. I had the Lakers. You called That's the Clippers. Right. And it He's feels good. That in. It feels really good. Uh Joel Embiid stuff is actually down over the past two weeks. Uh, there's been no playoff spike for him, no playoff bump at all. You think it's the want- injury? I just think people are nervous. So he got injured, and I think people are worried he's going to get injured again. And now with the Hawks going up one nothing, it's interesting. Here's our last note. Then we're going to get to uh, to Hector because I do want to talk some soccer. Um, you know, it's funny. I don't even know Hector's last name. Hector has a soccer podcast. He's very intelligent on the soccer card side of things. We had Chris Ryan on already, who just knew the actual sport of football. football. Uh, Hector knows both, but Hector's super intelligent with the wax and the single side. Well. Um, Trey Young base cards, Mr. Simmons. I know you're taking your victory <laughs> lap, and Trey's like the second coming of Larry Bird. Trey Young base cards are stagnant. They're down about 5%, honestly. That's indicative, of, to me, more of people hate base now, this, this perceived thing. Um, but his silver is up about 11%, silver PSA 10s, which is perfect. It should be. There are still going to be some price jumps along the way. I just don't know. I don't think anybody knows exactly who they are. Um, but I do like Joker. I think they're going to beat the Suns. You know, I have a horrible feeling with the Jazz and the Clippers now. I like Kawhi out of everybody in that whole series. And then Trey Young, I don't think he's a bad buy. I'm not going to give Simmons credit for that because he's not been a good buy as of now. But as of right now, if you think they're going to beat the Sixers, which they could, not a bad buy. And I'm just all in on KD. and You won't hear me say anything else about it. So There you go. And then the last one, Giannis stuff has stayed stagnant. They lost game one. Harden is out game two, by the way, which is not good. What was it? Was that a groin injury or was that uh, a hamstring. thigh? Hamstring. Yeah. The okay. other side of the, the back side yeah. of the thigh. Some I knew it was the, lower half. Yeah, the forgotten side. If this was in <laughs> hockey, they just say it's a lower body injury. I like that they do that. <laughs> Smart. The guy's foot got cut off because he got run over by a tractor trailer. <laughs> lower body injury. <laughs> he'll be he'll be back next game. He's fine. Back for game three. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they can beat the Bucks in a series without Harden. I hope I'm wrong. I've been wrong about every series that's fed. Affected me negatively financially. So I'm guessing KD is going to break his leg. I feel like you right now. Every one of my investments, belly up. I don't, We're going to read tomorrow. I don't want to talk K- about it. KD got Ebola from a McDonald's drive thru or something. I do, I do feel bad because I feel like I'm partially responsible, even though I know that doesn't make sense. I somehow no, no, feel No, no, you are partially responsible. No. Doesn't, you you are who you hang around. This is my <laughs> this is my curse. And yet I'm I'm succeeding in life. And here we're meeting in the middle. We're pulling in a real. Uh, this is the Costanza. This the is a real opposite. Costanza. Yep. 
Oh yep. man, I'm Costanza and you're Elaine. Who's Jerry in this situation? Well, Jerry's the break-even guy. Yeah. Jerry's always even. That Jerry, Ronick is Jerry. <laughs> That's fair. Ronick, are you a Seinfeld fan? Yeah, I love Seinfeld. Uh, Hector's here. I'm going to let him in, okay? Let Hector in. We're, I'm sick of Hector coming and going. I don't know what Hector's doing. All right, we're going to cut off, actually. Hector Castro is here. He's from Card... Is it Card Cracks Podcast? What's the actual name here, Hector? Card Cracks Podcast, absolutely, but I'm also on IGS Card Cracks as well. There you go. Now, you people are wondering, why is Hector Castro here at all? Jesse doesn't know, because I didn't tell him why. I, I read the I know, Twitter feed. I, I know Hector happening. from from uh, uh, Clubhouse. Hector has some mean football knowledge. Not to be confused with soccer knowledge, which is an entirely different thing. Yes. Hector, we're ready for your wisdom. Mom's coming to town. She's cooking meatballs. We got like eight to ten minutes for you, and I'm excited. Wait, 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 wait. I want to get the intro. I want to get a slight direction. That was Hector, the whole intro. <laughs> oh God, Hector, just give us a little direction. Who should we be looking out for, card wise? value guys who are undervalued right MLS now. first let's go MLS oh MLS who Stand knows about down, that? Jesse let him talk for God's MLS sake. is one of the only actual sport, uh, soccer cards that are actually rising pricing um, a lot of the cards are holding value especially the young guys um, okay. MLS great time to buy right now uh, because uh, a lot of these young guys that are going to uh, the MLS is going to be a selling league for the next few years uh, so you have guys like uh, Daryl DK Brendan Aronson that have rookie cards in MLS, uh, basically that Bowman set that came out last year, it was a online sale only. Uh, they're a small little black box. If you look on eBay, I think they're going for like 130 150 something like that. Weren't these box. like 20 bucks? They were 20 bucks when they first came out. Yeah, man. Nobody Sheesh. knew about it. Wow. And it was loaded. It was there. It was Bowman's version of uh, MLS. So all the prospects were in. In there it was just loaded with great great players uh daryl dk brendan aronson uh john luca Lucio, uh brian reynolds before the transfer uh and there's guys that are on the way out of mls going to those big leagues like dante Sealy right now is in play for fc dallas he's at pfs uh, psv right now training uh he's probably get a look reggie cannon obviously he's on a national team he played last night He'll be uh he'll be one of those guys moving to a bigger club from the Portugal club that he was in. Kate Cowles, an 18-year-old playing for San Jose. Does Hector talk faster than me, by the way? I <laughs> Hector came on here with a point to prove. I don't blame Hector. I say you you said just let him go. I'm sorry. You gave no direction. He's doing like great. It. He just talks fast. Yeah, it's good. But I said I gotta <laughs> pack this, I gotta pack this place with info. Yeah. Hey, real I, one thing you said at the beginning here, Hector. Um the sell-off thing. I actually had no clue what this was. So guys will start in the MLS, and if they prove themselves here, the league literally moves these players to these Euro clubs because they get a ton of money back. But the true rookies would be with their MLL, MLS squad. Is that Correct. is that like the basic understanding? Yeah. Basic, basically, two players, uh, which we saw last night. We saw Giovanni Reina and Weston McKinney. They were MLS players. They were in the, they, but they were in their farm system. Okay, so they were in the youth academy teams. They got signed by teams overseas without having a pro contract. So because of our stupid rules here of eligibility with the NCAA and all that crap that they have there, they basically signed away for free. They didn't get paid a dime for those players. Obviously, now they're some of the best players in the world. MLS changed their strategy after that. They started signing all these young players now to contracts, so they actually have them under contract. And then you contract. can sell them. Now they can sell them, correct? Okay. And do really well overseas. So now all of a sudden people are like, hey, well, these guys are actually doing pretty good here. Maybe there's more talent. And now you're seeing Brendan Aronson, Caden Clark. All these guys are now going overseas and uh, getting signed by these big clubs. Caden uh, Clark's still here. He's playing for the Red, uh, Red Bull right now. But they have that lineage that's going to go overseas uh, next season probably. Uh, and you're just starting to see that. Big, this past signing period was the first time that you saw a lot of MLS guys go to Europe. But now uh, this coming one is probably going to be even bigger. So let me ask you this. You mentioned the Bowman. So is it 2020 Bowman, the product you were talking yeah, about? it was Bo so, Bowman. So it's gone from it's gone up 6x already, from 20 bucks to 120, 130. At 130 bucks. Best part about soccer is that nobody's nobody's been really paying attention to it. And you've been able to get really good pricing on a lot of these boxes and a lot of these singles for a long period of time. And now all of a sudden people are looking and the market has increased, but still relatively inexpensive compared to your basketballs and your footballs. So are you a buy at 130 bucks on this product? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I personally haven't bought one recently uh, because I have so much already, but I was a buy all the way up. Yes. And I, I probably will buy a couple more before they even get higher. Interesting. Now, let me ask you another question. Now, this whole Euro Cup, I'm sorry, Chris Ryan. I forgot a lot of what Chris Ryan said. It's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
The is it the Euro Cup? The Euros? What is this thing coming up? Euros. It's the Euros 2021. Don't ask if Americans play in the Euro Cup. <laughs> that was a question. I thought that was a valid question last. Is that wrong? Okay. So when does this Euro start? Is it start? It starts in a couple of weeks, doesn't it? This weekend, I believe. This weekend, Euro start. Um, also, Copa America and South America starts. So we're going to start seeing a lot of major action in soccer again, outside of the uh, club competition. These are all national teams. Um, this is the best of the best. So a lot of your big name players are going to be playing for their national team. It's going to be a fun. It's going to be really fun to watch. A ton of soccer, and I'm hoping that this gives a good kick in the ass in the market to start selling and buying cards again. Um, just like the regular market, everybody's been scared. Um, and been kind of watching the values go down because everybody wants a deal now. Uh, but I have a feeling that once these guys start scoring and they start playing again, and uh, even last night you see a big trend in USA cards this morning, uh, you're going to see that across the board once these guys start uh, getting, nailing some goals. See, I was happy to hear you say that too because me and Hector talked today. He's not as nice to me on Clubhouse, but we did talk. <laughs> and he was telling – so so M or soccer in general has kind of seen the same thing. The top few guys, the Luca Zion types, have seen a big decline – in their base pricing, just because there's a lot of it, although there's not nearly as much uh, soccer stuff, anything as there is NBA. But a lot of those guys started dipping. So let me ask you this, Hector. Euro start. You have a couple names of guys just in general. You think their card stock's about to be on the rise from what's going to happen with the Euro thing? And that's the best part about soccer is that there's so many opportunities out there. Soccer is really hard because you have to do a lot of research. You have to know your stuff because there's so many games and stuff. But yeah, Mbappe, great buy right now. I mean, his prism's going for eight hundred dollars, which is in, an insult. What did uh, it peak his, at? Wasn't it two grand? He, last summer he was even higher. I mean, last summer he was on fire. I mean, it was disgusting, and now it's only to eight hundred dollars. I mean, I'm holding on to a bunch, a couple PSA tens myself. Um, Erling Holland has he was overpriced. He's still holding good value, but he's dropped. Uh, obviously, you have, Neymar is. Re- ridiculously criminally cheap right now. I mean, he's been cheap for a while, but he's having dropped even more. Um, and obviously your Messi's and Ronaldo's, they're all dropping as well. I mean, all the big guys are dropping right now. So they're good buys across the board, but there's a lot of young talent coming up overseas as well. Jao Felix is an unfor- as a forgotten guy. He's, he's, he's at a great price point. Jaden Sancho is gonna, looking at a possible transfer this summer. That's an also great buy right now as well. So, I mean, there's a ton of guys right now. If you did a little homework, Jude Bellingham, England, Phil Foden, there's a ton of opportunity, Marcus Rashford. I mean, these guys are all at great prices right now. And as soon as they, uh, as soon as they start playing, you're going to see values start increasing. Jesse, star stock this right now. I want to buy a soccer card right now. I want to buy the um, Mbappe. We'll do it. I, no, I, I think I'm going to. I'm actually looking at prices right now. So, Hector, overall, you would say that this soccer market's been affected just like all the other card market is that mainly everything's been going down in the last couple months or so. But recently, have we seen any bit, uh, bit of a rise or has it still been going down in the recent like maybe few weeks? It just goes up. It's like it's like Wall Street. You know what I'm saying? It, it just goes up and down. It goes up and down. Depends depends on the, who we're talking about. But certain cards, certain cards have been holding value. Um, certain cards have been rising, but a lot of them have been dropping. A lot of the big ticket items, a lot of the players that you know, the base cards have been dropping. The high end autos and the you know the really really high end stuff has been holding its value. But uh, again, it all depends on the, a, a lot of people are getting scared. They just don't know enough about soccer. So they come in, they buy all these Ronaldo's and Holland's and Fati's that you hear about and they, they, they pay top dollar for them. And then all of a sudden, you know, the market, uh, you know, obviously has a correction and all of a sudden they're holding the bag because they, they went after the top guys at top peak price. Uh, I mean, you know, if you were smart, you're buying six months ago when nobody was, when nobody really else was buying. So it really just depends on who you're holding. But like I said, you know, there's certain products out there that you can buy right now and that are just hold great hold products and it'll be uh, skyrocketing soon. All right, here's what I want. I want the Castro cash pick. We're buying a card at the end of the podcast. We've been doing this thing lately. We just buy stuff because we're idiots. Give me a name right now. Hector, who am I buying? I, I want to hold it for two weeks. I want to bu- hold it for two weeks and flip it. Two weeks? That's short. Three weeks. We'll hold it for a while. Hector. I don't want to hold it for a while. I want a quick flip, man. Stay out of this, Jesse. I'm talking to Ka- Is your last name Castro? Then don't worry about it. I'm going to give you a Hector Castro special, which anybody on Clubhouse oh. that's been there longer than Mike knows about my uh, little shot there right there. But a uh, uh, little uh, card that we've been promoting for a while in that in that chat room that certain guys have come along with. Is it the egg? No. <laughs> yeah, that's Bobby and Sean. No, that's not me. It's called a scam. Uh, okay. Not a scam. Sean, uh, Sean's in it for the real deal. Uh, but the, the the card that I'm going to tell you guys is Brandon Aronson. 
He's a stud kid. Came out of uh, uh, Philly Union from MLS. He's playing at Salzburg. They just won a championship out there. He was one of the key players in the offense. Now he's probably going to go to RP Leipzig. Okay, he's going to follow his coach who just moved to RP Leipzig. Uh, an American guy. Uh, he just moved there, and now he's going to bring all Brandon Aronson with him. He has currently one autograph card on the market. There's only 100 of them. It's by Parkside Collectibles. All right, Parkside Cards. Believe it or not, they only sold that freaking thing for like $20. It's amazing. So Parkside Cards, Brandon Aronson, autograph. Uh, that is the card that I would recommend you guys buy, and I would hold on to it for a little bit, and you'll watch that bad boy rise over the next three, four months. There you go. Hector's special. I mean, I, I'm excited. We're about to buy that card. How much is it, Jesse? Uh, we're not buying it on card letter. You it's can't buy anything on, on card letter. It was Star Stock. I'm, I'm sorry, Star Stock. We're not How buying much it is it that you're buying it for right now? Um, $64.99. What do you think about that price? That's a Brandon Aronson auto. You sure? Wait, Brendan Aronson, right? Brendan Aronson. Yeah, you're looking at probably around two to two to four hundred dollars right now. If I take oh, for guess. the auto? Okay, hang on. It's only auto. There's only one hundred of them. It's his first one as well. Okay, we're gonna have to keep looking. Yeah, we'll as look much as I, as much as I want to tie up this podcast <laughs> with Jesse typing, we got a lot of important things to talk about. My mom's coming to town today, Hector. She's making meatballs. We got to get back to the conversation. This is the mom episode. FedEx me a sandwich, bro. Just put it in a wrap, you know? Jesse Are you out of your mind? You think yeah. I'm going to defile a meatball with a wrap? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, us husky guys have to stick together. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you I can't, hear you, Hector. You can't possibly eat enough meatballs like we can, bro. That's true. You can't appreciate it like we could. That might be fair. Hector had a great line about Jesse earlier. I don't think I could actually say it on the podcast, but Jesse, Hector had a great, I got to tell you after. It was actually pretty, I don't know what it meant, but I liked it a lot. I mean, I'm sure I'll understand. You wouldn't You're going to get, get it. it. It's a big guy thing. Hector, thank you for jumping on. No problem, man. Card Cracks Podcast. Make sure you check yes, them sir. out. Yeah. Hector, spouting the football knowledge. Thank you, buddy. I'll catch you later. Talk to you soon. All right. So that was Hector. Like I said, I know Hector from, from Clubhouse. I just like the, the dude knows the soccer stuff. He's, he's made a lot of money with wax and singles. He knows way more than we do. We get a lot of soccer requests. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Um, Boom. Speaking Roasted. of soccer requests, since that card was not available, he did go ahead and let us know, um, since we can buy stars on StarSock, the Mbappe, he said that would be the one. How much is this Mbappe running? 800 bucks? Yes. Well, uh, that's the thing with Starstock. There, there's offers at 800. 
but they're not being sold. Their guys are trying to get more. So I am going after a PSA nine. Do you want me to pay asking price or do you want me to pay? What's like the latest sales? Uh, so last sale on the Mbappe nine. Um, PSA nine was for three fifty, but the offers are two oh five, and that's what eBay. That's what I mean. Yeah, I'm not paying half of. The, all right, this this whole segment just got shot in the foot. We're we'll buy something after. I don't have time today to do the research live. <laughs> Mom is flying as Mom's we speak. Basically here. All, all right, we're done with that. Facebook picks. You sent me a ton of Facebook garbage. Rattle them off because I'm almost done with the show. I want to eat. You know that she actually has to cook you the food. You can't eat the raw meatball, right? Sorry, do you get to see your mother on a weekly basis because she lives in town? Then shut it. I do. I do. do. Move across country from your family and we'll talk. Oh, my God. No. Otani. Let's talk about the Otani that's being sold for $42,600. Sold last night for like fifty-five grand. It it finished. Ended at fifty-five. Yeah, yeah. PC wow. Sports Card sold it. it uh, Nick... Nick Piper over at Walkoff Submissions, they subbed it. It was a 2018 Bowman Chrome. So it's his second Bowman auto. His first Bowman was the Prospect Auto from 2018 Bowman. 9510 Red Refractor Auto Otani from 2018 Bowman Chrome sold at like 56,000 total. Um, was insane. this the one you pulled? Like, I know it wasn't this specific card, but did you? I pulled an orange version of this. So orange. if that did 55, the orange ended up being a PSA 10. I bet the orange were 35. Really, man. Not I wonder if that guy still has it. At the office. Chad DeBenny from Facebook. He's the one who hit that. Chad. I had a couple of monster cards for Chad back in the day. All right. Speaking of cards being speaking sold. Of Chad. <laughs> speaking of Mr. Chad, um, a Brady just set another record. Championship contenders. Uh BGS 910 sold for 3.1 million. I don't know where this sold at though. Uh, that's that's the one issue I have. I'm not entirely sure. Sold last what, night via Leland's.com. Oh, Leland's. Okay, cool. So legit auction house. I don't know if that was with the. I wonder if that was with the buyer premium. Either way, three point one million nine ten champ championship tickets contender rookie auto of Brady, uh, Savage. I'm still buying Brady rookie stuff currently. I'm in negotiations for an EX PSA ten. It's a lot of money. I'd like to get it in negotiations. Um, Are there, negotiations. When does that? When do these? Which just means I lowballed somebody and they yelled at me. <laughs> now I'm going to try to really buy it. I think Brady's at a good time to buy right now. Somebody asked in the group the other day, "What's the better buy? Bowman Chrome PSA 10 Brady rookie or Topps Chrome PSA 10 LeBron? Both. I don't like LeBron. His stuff is down right now, though." basketball market internationally is crazy. I think both of those cards are a great buy right now. So. Here, here's the thing that makes me just a little nervous, and I know you've already said that Brady is like at that legendary status now, so it doesn't really matter what he does, but what if he comes in and like breaks his leg this season or something like really bad? Here's the only thing that legitimately could hurt someone like a Brady or a, you know, Jeter. Social if news? Some, yeah, something horrible. You know, he's he ends up murdering his whole family. Yeah. <laughs> or something just ter- like that. And he becomes yeah. a bad person. Okay. Other than that, but that's a scary thought with guys like Luca's eye on these other guys. They tear an Achilles and they just don't ever come back from it. I mean, chances are slim, but that that's a huge thing. What um, if it's not even that? What if it's just like poor performance? Like what if they you they just play noticeably poor in I mean, like obviously the last over season? a long term that would happen, but but it's just because I, mean, I just wonder Luke, about that with LeBron specifically. Like, oh, see, LeBron's another guy, though. Would it cool off in season a little bit? Sure. But then when he retires and everything, he will hit. He will go back to hitting those high levels because okay. all time he's cemented already. Like, LeBron's another guy. He could do no wrong at this point. He could literally have a horrible thing and have a leg amputated. And at the end of the day, his prices long term are not going to be affected because it's really? cemented. OK. Yep. Um, all right. Next one. Darren Ravel tweeted about Michael Jordan PSA 10s. Yeah, two PSA 10 rookies sold under 300 this past weekend. That um, hurts. You know, the only reason I like this story, all these donkey MJ fans are always like, oh, the modern stuff dipped. This is why you only buy Jordan. Tell that the guys who only bought Jordan in January and February. His market's uh-huh. down just as hard as everybody else's. So don't give me this nonsense that Jordan stuff is the most untouched. Same with Brady. Same with everybody. When a market dips, even Jordan rookies dip. So I just get sick of this arrogant, like, I only buy high-end Jordans. Yeah, how yeah. many people in the world only buy six-figure Jordan cards? Like, good for <laughs> you and your 12 buddies who sit around the Knights of the Round Table. Oh, <laughs> just a bunch of... Cl- I, do, I get so sick of, like, the Jordan Merlin, guys. Get out I of here. I only buy Brady rookies. 
oh, I'm a genius then. Look at me. My collection goes up. Just be quiet. I'm not good for you if it does. I don't need you to tweet at us every time like Luca drops. But Michael Jordan didn't. <laughs> be quiet. Enough already. Okay. I don't care. Larry Bird's better anyways. So okay. Deal with it. Bite your tongue. Next Don't picture. put that on YouTube. Those <laughs> those cellar dwellers that are you messaging would me about that. Destroyed. Bunch of All right. Whiny children. Let's go back. Let's let's do a little flashback here to last Thursday's episode. We talked about the Babe Ruth card. We have a little update. Everyone got a little update on this. First and foremost, I was lazy with the story. The headline was most expensive card sale of all time. There, yeah, this was me just just grabbing a headline and reading it for no reason. In hey, that hey, section. hey, whoa, what are you talking about? First off, you didn't read it. I was the one who talked about it. And second off, I specifically said that we didn't know for sure what it was sold at, but they said around six million. I'd like to rephrase. I didn't want some like dramatic phone call from you or a family member of yours. Jesse did this last week without fully vetting it. He no, is completely that's not fully. Fault. I was fully vetted. Bottom line is everyone. There's no way that anybody know like could have known until they updated the information. They have since updated and said, hey, by the way, we uh, found out that this card is valued at six million. It yeah. did set the all time record over five point two million. Here, okay, hang on. Even right there. So the sale was private and the guy didn't want figures disclosed. So we are going off the word, not that I have any reason to think he's outright lying, but all I heard officially from Collectibles from the CEO, Ezra, who I've spoken to on our YouTube channel mm -hmm. privately before and, and on air, he said it sold in excess, his exact wording, in excess of 5.2, making yes. it the most expensive sale of all time. Yeah. Here is my problem with this whole thing now, looking back. First of all, the card wasn't even sold fractionally. 1% was offered for 60,000, which puts a valuation of 6 million. Card did not sell for $6 million. I don't know what the card sold for in anyways. If you're gonna make these claims, it's the highest grossing sale of all time. I need to see some receipt. You if you know up front though, let me do my rant before. I know you wanna probably come in here with some <laughs> kindness or something. I don't want nope, it right now. I don't want a kindness. If you're going to come out, though, with this thing of, hey, highest sale of all time, you see the headlines everywhere, you should be just as quick to come out. First of all, don't run with the story anyways. Don't even promote it as the highest sale of all time if the guy's not going to come out with the number. I, I don't like this from the start. I just don't love it. It has zero negative effect on collectible because they are still snap-filling fractional stuff. They did it all weekend even since the retraction was printed. So fine. I'm not saying it's a bad company. I don't like that look. I don't like this thing, most value. First of all, maybe it did, maybe it didn't. I don't know, because whoever sold it isn't talking about it. The buyer didn't disclose the amount. I'm going off the work. And then all of a sudden, it didn't go for $6 million, but you valued it at $6 million. I know how fractional works. I understand you have to build in profit for yourself. Don't tout it as a $6 million card. That's okay. my issue here. Your anger is fine. However, I think there is a misunderstanding because from the get-go, there was no... I know when I reported the, the card, I said it was six million. However, they did not say they said specifically it was around six million. The story in the and athletic originally said I know that's six what, million dollar Ruth. That's what every all the stories say six million dollars. OK, However, so if you as a company see that. I'm not saying you, you I did know, fine. I'm I know, not I know. I'm not saying that. I'm just oh, saying we, go. we we only have the word. No one's looking at the receipts of any of the, the mantle card that was sold for 5.2. But I have a buyer come in front of it and put his face on it, say, I sold it for oh, 5.2. I bought it for that. I don't I don't like it. And I you don't just care. Want, you just want pub, you want it to be publicly known, sale price, and who did it. Or don't do it then. Or just you don't talk about it. You can't come out though and say, hey, most expensive of all time. And then it's like, there's a lot of gray area here. Maybe it was, maybe, it, I don't know. I don't have any reason to doubt it, but I also don't have any concrete evidence that it was. And then the $6 million card, I don't care who came up with that number. It was in print. I believe it was The Athletic because they then printed a retraction about it. If you as a company see that, my first call would be, hey, you just printed this story. That's not the truth. Nobody seemed to really come out in front of this early. I don't like that type of stuff. Either come out with it or don't. Okay. There needs to be a little more transparency and there needs to be more accountability. You know how I know there's no accountability? Because nobody's talking about it aside from some small things, and because the company is continuing to thrive and snap fill fractionally. Good for them. I wish those guys success. I didn't like that the story was misleading. I don't think it was a big deal at all. Okay, and I do. Perfect. Okay. I think the majority of people agree with you, actually. I don't think most people thought it was a big deal. I happen to think it was, and I didn't like it. So, okay. There you go. 
It's nice when we have different opinions. You're trying to get me mad when my mom's from a hotel. <laughs> I know what that she'll is, call anything me else? I want to be done with this in like 10 minutes. I know it's short today. Let's do what, what else Q&A. Or, whoa, 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 oh, whoa, whoa. Do we have on. a... We, are we not going to talk about the Facebook message? Uh, Last week, we... I was uh, going to skip over it, but if I'll you want to go back... Okay. Last week, we put out a thing on Thursday. Hey, somebody... And come to find out, this person actually gave me Steve Hart's email. I got at 1.10 a.m. this morning... Oh, boy. ...the most ridiculous <laughs> Facebook... Sometimes names and pictures don't match up. This was apparently an alias. I'm not going to say any more information because like, I don't know this person. I don't know if it's a man or a woman either, by the way, so I'm not going to be that specific. I guess we got some information on B- BBCE. The internet's um, a funny place. It's just a You can weird, be anybody you want to be. <laughs> I guess. I don't know what's happening. I'm going to tell you right now. If your name is what this person's was and you have a profile picture that looks like that and it goes to my spam folder. Yep. And it's at 110 in the morning. I don't know that you need to send that message. <laughs> Wait till the following morning. But what's, or acknowledge up front, hey, this is not a joke or a parody account, it, which is fine. Here's I think the, thing. the person is actually going to end up helping us out with some info. It wouldn't even be a thing if it wasn't such good information. It was like valuable information. However, uh, this was just weird. It was just a weird thing. Also, if this person listens to the podcast, they said they do. The last line, it still has me thrown. This is your hobby your homie hookup. I don't know what that is. I don't homie know what a hookup. homie hookup. That's a thing. That's all the kids are. They're doing homie hookups. Okay. I need this person to message me again. Not at one in the morning, but I need this person to message me again. Let me know what a, what a homie <laughs> hookup is. Plus, then I'll know if this person's an actual listener. The okay. point being, we'll have some information on BBCE, the whole box wrapping thing. Um, not next show. Thursday, by the way, Kevin Clark from the Ringer NFL, the Ringer NFL show is coming on. Yes, sir. Um, I'm excited because I do want to talk about some NFL stuff. I want his I want his reaction to the Julio Jones news. Oh, that's one of the other pictures. I'm super excited. People about are that. pumped around here, by the way. Me and Jess are in Nashville. People are actually like super excited. Let me just put a little. Let's put a little pin in this here. Yeah. Let's calm down with the the Super Bowl talk. <laughs> There's still a guy named Patrick Mahomes who plays for Kansas City, who is like the most unbelievable quarterback I've ever seen in my life. A 32, 33-year-old receiver going to play with Ryan Tannehill and Derek Henry is exciting. I'm not knocking it. I don't know that I'm taking them over the Chiefs just yet. You know what? You know what? I've got one thing to say to that, Mike. Tighten up. Oh, there it Hello. is. Hello. Are you wearing a t- Let's go Titans. Go Titans. Yeah, it is. that shirt? Yeah, it's a Tennessee Titans. People were asking, does this make Julio a buy? Does this make Derek Henry, A.J. Brown, Tannehill? You know. Yes. I actually like the other three guys. I think the most beneficial guy from this would be A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown stuff, too. He had 1,000 yards as a rookie. He played really well last year. I have to think the Titans are at least a legitimate playoff contender this year. Um, I like the Titans going forward. I like the team. Tannehill, despite how bad he was early in his career, has played really well. I don't know that the Tannehill market comes back, though. only reason I have no faith in the Tannehill card market is because he played so well the last year and a half. And there's been movement, but I think he's topped out. I, I just don't think we see that. A.J. Brown, though, was the one. And Derrick Henry's a running back who's had unbelievable back-to-back seasons. I don't think Derrick Henry's market is getting stronger this year. But of all the guys in this equation with Julio getting traded, and even Julio, he's over the age of 30. Look at receivers historically when they move teams over the age of 30. It's just, And he is unbelievable. At his peak, as good as almost anybody to ever play. At this point, I'm a little cautious. I hope he plays well. But I don't know that how well the hobby responds value-wise. The whole point of this would be, if you were looking, if you're very optimistic about the situation, which I am not, I'm not buying any of these guys. If I were, my number one buy would be A.J. Brown. I think he's underpriced for how he's performed. He's still a kid. I think he's going to play really well this year. A.J. Brown, out of the whole tighten-up equation, is my buy there. There we go. Are we going to do a straight cash homie, or do we want to use Hector's picks? I don't have one. No, I don't have a single straight cash. I would say cash. we got to use at least Hector's picks on Mbappe, because I was, since he was on, I was doing a little research on Card Letter. It shows, he, this is essentially, it looks like a rise in his value, because he okay. bottomed out around 7, 725. So he's on the upswing. Now. And he is now on the upswing. Um, okay. He's around $800 for a PSA 10. About uh, $200 for a PSA 9. I think those are, I mean, it seems like a good opportunity because just a few months ago, literally, you know, April was not necessarily this, the the peak, but it was at $1,400 in April. Yeah. So there's room. And if he's already on the upswing, I do like that trend of buying somebody on the way back up as opposed to waiting for the absolute bottom. Yeah. I think you get burned more trying to do at the bottom. Um 
And the 2020 Bowman soccer, those black boxes, he's not the only person talking about those. I think those are probably a good buy at 120 to 130 bucks. Sealed wax in general, the Bowman brand is strong. If it has good rookies in it, that's not a bad product to buy and just stash away. You know what's interesting too? That Mbappe, like I went back a year on it, and this was so this was before the card market blew up here in 2021. August he blew up $2,800. That's when soccer last summer is when soccer in the card market really started having its moment. Guys, plenty of guys like Hector and other guys were in it before that, but that's when soccer really started having its moment. Man, that's crazy. All uh, right. There were a couple other things just briefly. Indy sent us this a Wilt Chamberlain auto. Oh, it's yeah. a PSA 10. It's from the 19... Man, is that a 1999? Yeah, the Upper Deck Retro on-card Wilt Chamberlain. He has almost nothing pack-pulled autographed because he was he died before, you know, not long after autographs in packs became a thing. Sold on eBay a couple days ago, maybe even been yesterday, for 188000 Wilt I mean, Chamberlain's market is insane for auto stuff. Yeah, I, I was going to say that card, like the number of it, it's a hundred and basically it's 189,000. It's 188,988. So 189,000. I mean, I think it's good, but is that worth it? Like, is do you think 189? I have no idea. I don't know what it's done traditionally. Okay. By the it way, just, I just got a nice little picture from a guy. I mailed him some cards that he bought. Package was received, half the cards were missing. Bag was ripped open when it got there. Perfect. Oh, I'm gonna be talking about that in the news segment on Thursday, Perfect. actually. About oh, okay. uh don't thefts. tease it too hard. No, no, no. Just uh, safety. Um, the other picture I sent, I think you avoided it because it's a little... I was irritated about this. I did avoid it because of that, yes. I'm going to talk about it real quick because we ended oh. on a good note. Brian Gray, <laughs> the CEO of Leaf, owner of Leaf uh, Card Company, basically tweeted today, if people are selling Luca on a panic today, you have no business in the, in the card speculation market. He's going to be unbelievable. There is an absolute flaw with that line of thought. Cards rise and dip, and it is almost never on-court related. Luca stuff is going to dip, not because people think he's not going to be the next GOAT in the league, because he is, and I think he absolutely will be. But the guy just lost a playoff series. The base market across the board is way down. I think if you sold your Luca cards today, you could buy them back in at 25% less before the season starts. So I, I don't have no issue with people's now if it's ultra high end stuff, nobody's selling nobody is panic selling numbered prism Luca stuff today. Nobody is panic selling Luca ultra high end RPAs. People are selling, I don't even call it a panic sell. I think it's a strategic move. They're selling PSA 10 base stuff. Prism, select, Don Russ, optic. Fine. You can sell that because the perception still is, like I commented on the Twitter thread, the base is bad, it's overproduced, and it's not gonna hold long term. Luca could come out next year, and you're talking four to six more months before we see competitive, like meaningful regular season basketball. Mm -hmm. He could come out next year and average a triple-double the first month. If the card market is still in a dip six months from now, and people still have the perception the base cards in particular are bad, his stuff is going to sell much less then than it is right now. So I don't understand this thought that selling it right now is a bad thing. I think I would sell it now too, and you could just buy in on the dip. And then he responded with, well, a year from now, they're going to sell for 800 bucks in the playoffs. I'll take that bet. Yeah, in the playoffs, okay, a year from now? Now we're going to speculate on what the card market's doing in a year on Prism-based <laughs> stuff? This is the problem. That's hard Again, to do. Yeah. If you're going to go out and buy stuff, Brian, go nuts. Like, load up. I Do whatever you want. I don't know. And I complimented Leaf Metal Football. I'm not all negative on, on Leaf and on Brian in particular. But this this thing of, like, insult, I, I just, I'm not a fan. I just, I, I, I don't. We, You guys did end on a good note, you said, though, right? Yeah, we did. I ended with, yeah, I agree. He's like the best, going to be the best player in a few years. Okay, there you go. Point being, though, I don't, what, that has nothing to do with his card value. Luca's okay. unbelievable. His card markets are half, his cards are half what they were last year in the playoffs. Is that because he doesn't, is that because he's not as good as he was then? No, it's because the card market is mainly pushed by hype and postseason performance and, and things that have a big deal, like big meaning. The fact, no one is going to sit here and argue Luca's not going to be a top three guy in the league two years from now. Does that mean I want to be holding a bunch of Prism cards then that I bought today at $800? Me? No, I don't want to do that. So the guys holding Luca that don't want to sell him, be prepared for a 20 to 25% drop. On the base saying. stuff, I think we're going to see the base stuff continue to drop. Okay. He's out of the playoffs. Base is, you know, again, people are talking everywhere about population report. Yeah, I think it still drops. I noticed you did not reference the uh, tweet that was right under it in the screenshot about Skip Bayless and the. Uh, 
senile old uncle. <laughs> Skip Bayless reminds me of a senile old uncle Remus that should be put in a home and not allowed on Twitter. He is, so, although he does this to get a reaction, and he did. Like, he literally will come out and predict the 16 teams in the playoffs. They're all going to win for this reason. And then when one of them wins, see, I told you I was right. And the guy locks his cap lock button and just goes to town on Twitter <laughs> telling you how smart he is. I just, yeah. Okay. I, I, no, I have no use for Skip Bayless. And you know what? Skip Bayless has no use for me. And he doesn't know we exist, so it's okay. We have an understanding. I don't know why I needed you to just get a little angrier, but I felt the need to point that out. All right. I'm done. I'm done. Let's go. Let's Are get ha- let's get to the happy mode with a little Q&A before Ma gets Rapid here. fire. I got to go. Give me three to five real quick, and then we'll go super heavy on Thursday because we owe them. And I will not put out the mailbag uh, feeler on Thursday. We'll just catch up with it. No, no, no. Put out the mailbag feeler. Right, just read the questions. That's enough. Are you still coming to dinner? Is that what I'm What doing? is it like to work with what? Mike, you ask? Oh, it's great. It's really nice. It's a I thrill your check, every day. I checks it on the counter today. I can't wait for that. Be... I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I bet you <laughs> are. It it's it. horrible working Let's... for me for the amount you're getting paid. I could put up with some punishment, pal. Mike, and Five thank figures you. on that check this month, From, bro. Um, so. Why do we need to talk you? about it? How about a thank you? You know I'm what? I'm just saying. No, so difficult and terrible to work with. Oh, Two hours of abuse. Two hours of abuse a week, and this is what I get? You know what? Living in luxury. Guys, if you want to know what it's like to feel so demeaned, try and be on a podcast with Bill and Mike. And you got you have to literally yell so that you can be talking over two guys from Boston. Boston guys are the hardest guys to talk over. Did I not? Let's have a moment of sincerity. Did I not have you back the first time? Oh, I'm not saying that. And did I not tell Bill last time? You be nice to Jesse or I'll be taking over his network. You were a sweetheart. Maybe not that part. Well, you... No, don't say that. Uh, that was a joke, just to be clear. Well, uh, I mean, like, no, no, no. Take over the no, no, no. I'm saying in general, like I'm talking from any time I've ever talked to anybody from the Northeast. Yep. It is hard to have a conversation with two guys from the Northeast. It, Conversely, I, mean, I would say the women who share your last name also have that same um, reputation. If I be in a room with my wife, her sister, her mom, your wife, any of the four Gibsons. or five of them in a room, that's true. You do you, not speak. You do get dominated. You don't even in those speak when spoken to. There's no reason to. And then if you talk, they just get louder. It's tough. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of yelling at the table tonight. I imagine that. I'm a lot excited. of yelling and your kid taking meatballs. She's not gonna eat. It's gonna be awesome. I'm eating those. All right, quick. The go. Facebook brings us Mike. Oh, he he even spelled it out for me. Corderoni, thank you, Mike, for telling me how to spell or pronounce I'm not that. Complimenting Mike, can we oh get this? <laughs> <laughs> With BGS and PSA both shut down now, would you be leaving your patch and/or auto cards raw, or sending to SGC asking for PC and selling? First of all, if you haven't heard already, we have a big partnership with SGC. Thick patch autos, I'm not sending to SGC. I don't care how much they pay us a month; they're awesome. I love the company. I I don't like their patch autos. I would keep those. And, and hold, I hold patch autos with BGS. Simple autograph cards that are thin, like a Bowman Chrome autograph card. If it's crazy high end, I'm, I'm sending the PSA Express. The majority of everything else, though, autograph only, not the thick patch cards, I would send to SGC right now. Absolutely. I like that you were so diplomatic in that. And I fully acknowledge, by the way, for all the trolls out there, SGC pricing, I am speculating as much as anything that it is going to continue to rise with yes. the marketing and with the notoriety it's starting and with the amount of slabs hitting the market. So yes, I am banking on their pricing continuing to increase. That's why I've started using them. A lot of yes. guys think we know the future, but yes, you did. We are speculating. Thank you for clarifying that. Know the future. You think I would have invested all the money I have in these cards <laughs> if I knew the future? That's very true. Hey-o. Michael Ferraro from the Facebook. It's it's Ferrario. This is the Nintendo mm. guy. I, I know, Thank Mike. You. It's Ferrario. Move okay. along. <laughs> I, I was not going to stop. Okay, what's the best way to sell raw cards in the $1 to $5 range? Are they worth consigning? Somebody else asked me this. I don't know. That cheap? I would make like, I would bundle like player lots or just post a whole lot of them on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, you could try them selling them as a lot, but individually, I don't think there's a lot of money to be made consigning those. Yeah, I don't mess around with a ton of like super low and stuff like that anyways. If you go to a card show, dollar boxes always sell out. So you could try that as well, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think consignment's a good option for those. No. Okay. Uh, ben Pevin from the Facebook, Mike Geo, you have said that you don't believe in the NBA market uh, that the market's collapsing. What would you have to see to think it's collapsing? 
I have to see super high end stuff really take a dip. That Wilt Chamberlain would need to send next sell next month for like eighty thousand. And now, granted, it's happened with some high end. Michael Jordan stuff is super dipped. But talk to the amount of guys who are still investing and buying hard in the NBA. I just think the NBA is still in a dip right now. But this like collapse, what does that mean? Luca cards are selling for eight hundred bucks still. Is that a collapse or is that just a, a a hard correction? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't. I think it's a hard correction. We came off a weak rookie class. We've had some of the biggest stars eliminated from the playoffs. I think the dip continues. I don't think it's over right now, but I don't think it's going to collapse. Again, I don't even know what that means. Like, if Luca Prism cards started selling for three hundred bucks in a month, I'll call it a collapse. Sure. Okay. There we go. Walt Kruger from the Facebook. Kruger. Oh yeah. From the Seinfeld. Okay, guys. <laughs> For those of us with a backlog of Kobe, Jordans, et cetera, cards that we collected as kids and are now grading, have we missed the big payday and should just sell and be happy with current profit? Or do we hold for another five, 10 years, hoping for another big spike? There's no wrong answer with those two. You can hold them, right? Or you can sell them right now and make your money. I'm all set with it. I mean, if you've held them since you're a kid, it's a big financial win. No problem. If not, I would then hold them. What I would not do is okay, I'm going to go month to month for the next three to six months. Hey, has a dip? Is the dip over yet? Either put them away and wait or sell them right now. Um, I like that answer because I know I've gotten from my brother-in-law this week alone. He was going through his uh, shoebox. I feel like that's still happening. Who's your brother? Cavs. Cavs. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that guy. You saw him at the gym that one time with the Cavs. All right. Jack, Jack Willis from the Facebook what becomes the new investor card as more people move away from base prism due to high pop count? Oof, that's a good question. I think it stays in the prism realm and we just see B. I think silvers are going to be a really popular because if you're talking about a card like that, it would have to be something that's accessible. Now, so to like clarify, these, wait, 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 wait. When you say silver, like, so when we go to, up to a color, silver is the most populous color. Silver, yeah, because it's not numbered. After that, you okay. start getting into color cards that are numbered. Okay. Because people talk about this, it would have to be like for it to be like accepted as an investment card. It can't be like the one-on-one logo men. Those sure. are great investments, but one person's going to own that. The National Treasures RPA, even there's a hundred of them. I don't think that's a card that like generally will define a market. Although it will do well and, and hold value, I think Prism Silvers and Select Silvers at a lower entry point will be kind of the two. I think it kind of goes from base. The next one that becomes kind of that level of entry is the silver to me. Okay. Um, that's good. I was actually wondering that myself. Uh, okay. Joe Stellato. Uh, we can make this our last one too, because you may have a little information. So someone asked this question this week, but this question specifically came from last week's mailbag. Can you talk about redemption cards broadly? I find it to be the oddest thing in the hobby for so much of this year's Panini basketball product. The most sought-after valuable cards were Lamello autos, which were mostly redemptions. Redemptions. Yet, when you speak with many collectors, there are so many horror stories of waiting months, if not years, years, yeah. to get redemptions back. Some never get back at all. How is this okay? I think it's brutal. Yeah, I think it's, <laughs> it's not so okay. So this is all true, just to be clear. Some. I also think I can honestly say the only card I ever had to wait years for was a Drew Lock card. I've had some pretty big redemptions, and Drew Locke's garbage anyway, so I wasn't mad about it. You legit um, had to wait a year? How is that even a yeah, thing? Yeah, and then like along the way, though, like every six months or so, hey, would you like a replacement? You know, I, I think it's things. I mean, if you're going to use a redemption, I, I wish you'd just wait and have the guy, but but I would also rather have a Lamello redemption there than just no Lamello auto at all. Like, oh, we couldn't get him to sign. I'm going to make the product without. I don't like that option either. I don't know what the oh. solution is, though. How do you get everybody to sign on time? I don't know. So that's why they do redemptions is because they're not they able to get the guy yet. to sign yet. Yeah. So I, as miserable as that is, I don't know how you I don't know how you solve that. Sadly. Interesting. If it's a card you really like, wait on the card. Be miserable waiting, but wait on the card. If it's is, something you don't care about, take a replacement. Is there much hey, market there though was a, for selling like to resell a redemption card that you pull? Well, that's the other thing. You can re, you can sell the redemption right off the bat. Just don't redeem it. If you're going to redeem it, you're going to make more money. You're going to wait. That's the trade-off. So sell it immediately or wait until it actually come, physically comes in and sell it then. And I, there was a question on the Facebook one, the very bottom thing about um, Daniel Kim. I had Daniel a note Kim, on here. Yeah, Daniel Kim Read asks, this one because it comes across very negative, but I actually thought it was a good point. I okay. don't remember. It's about new collectors, something. All right. So Daniel Kim says, cards are a game from factory printing issues to buying a card off eBay and having it show up 
uh, OC with soft corners. What's OC? Off center. Off center with soft corners. Always been the issues. Always will be. Where is the line uh, with helping out new collectors? A lot seem lazy, not wanting to do the footwork or even look up comps. Yeah, overall points. Like, hey, guys posting in the group, Twitter, Instagram. Hey, you know, what's this card going to grade? Let me just tell you right now. Most people don't know any better than you do. Look at graded cards. The exact card you have, look at a graded A10. Look at a graded A7. Use your judgment and see what you think it's going to grade. You know, go on eBay and view some of the high-res pictures. He has a point. A lot of guys now, and I don't, there's a flip side, though. If you're brand new coming into the hobby and have no clue and you post a card up, especially in the Facebook group, fantastic. That's why I approve the posts. I want people who are new to come into the space, and we all should want that. Growth is good, but there's a balance. Like, if after a month or two you're still asking the same rookie questions, you're just lazy. Now, the first week you're in there, I don't think you're lazy because you don't know any better, and a lot of guys don't know where to go for information. That's fine. But like, hey, what's this card worth? It's numbered to 18,000. <laughs> Go anywhere in the world that sells cards and look. You can tell for yourself. Now, if that same card is numbered one of five and it's a jersey number, what's this worth? I have no idea. That's a valid question. Some things are hard to price out. But there ha so there's a balance. I, I, Daniel's point is do some research on your own first. My point is some guys are not even to the level yet of where do I do actual valid research. So it's, it's hit and miss. But overall, I, I kind of like this point. In that Facebook group setting, you people need to start doing their own research for sure. Now, if guys want to know more about like how cards are graded and stuff, like is don't we have a guy who will grade on camera for them? Like, yeah, live? Nick Piper at Walk Off Submissions does live assessments. Like, so he'll take the card. He'll take your card. Out. Hey, this will probably grade a seven for X, Y, Z. He even fills a little uh, like a little report card for the card. That's cool, I though. Recommend, that's why he's one of our He's great. I think he does an awesome job doing it. And he will go live and show you how to do it. So, so. if guys want to learn more, that's an option. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, right, my wife just said she's on her way back. I got to go. They're coming okay. Back from the, can, so, can we do last question? Because I've been meaning to talk about yeah, this. Quick, All right. Quick. This one's more for me anyway. Roger uh, Armijo, I believe. What's going on with MUDS? Um, so just to clarify, MUDS is the company that bought up Tops. Uh, well, they merged. Spacks, we get it. Go yep. ahead. So they have been trading much lower. They spiked, I think, to 18 or something. Under now 12 now. Yeah, it's somewhere right around 12 today, I think. Bottom line is, uh, with the news that came out about uh, MLB signing on with, you know, Vaynerchuk and uh, uh, whatever, whoever else's company for NFTs. So that was the big thing about MUDs coming out was, you know, we got NFTs. That's going to be a lot of money. However, NFT market has cooled off and MLB is now saying we're going with these other guys. So that's one big reason. The other big reason is a lot of that stuff is with the crypto market and the crypto market has been down the last few weeks. Yeah, ETH so, hit like 28.50 again this weekend. Down I know, 27 nice. right now. Not bad. Uh, at least it came back up. But bottom line is I think that's what's affecting MUDs. Um, I don't know what it takes right now with NFT market being so soft, what it takes to bring it back up. There you go. All right. Sports cards, nonsense. Make sure you check it out. Uh, brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. You can listen to it anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, you can only leave reviews on Apple, so listen there. Only if you want to leave. Uh, don't even listen there. Just don't listen there. there. Just leave the review. And come back to Spotify. <laughs> and don't even think about XM Radio. Jesse oh, knows that. All no, we well. don't talk about that. We're Ugh. on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, anywhere else you can imagine. Sports cards, nonsense. And we're going to start sharing the link. Jesse has it now. He's going to share it today. Yeah. YouTube. YouTube forward slash sports cards nonsense. We do like supplementary stuff on YouTube of our own things, things we don't bring on the show. Uh, you can start building that up as well. So there you go. Jesse, thank you. I will see you people tonight. Do All me right, a favor. Bud. On the way over here, stop and feed your whole family at like Wendy's <laughs> and then come to the house. I'm getting that JBC combo. Good deal. All right, guys. Have a good weekend. We'll see you. Oh, have a good week. It's Monday. I got the day right until now. You Just hang up. it. <laughs> Goodbye. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.